project dedicated to sharing the stories of the people who build and those who help move construction forward. If you like what we're doing, you want to support us on this journey to elevate the trades, all we ask is to hit that subscribe button, write a little review. My name is Brett Gowan. I'm the founder of Hammer and Builders of Insta. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Matt Panella. What's going on, guys? It's Matt Panella, better known as Matt Bangs Wood Framer and YouTuber based out of Center, California. Thank you for tuning into another episode. Let's have some fun. Enjoy ourselves. Today, we got uh, Kevin Martinez on the podcast, apprentice uh, and almost J-man electrician based out of San Diego. Kevin, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. What is up, guys? Kevin, last time that we were together, we had the Hammer team in San Diego. We were drinking Modelo's, yeah. grilling steaks. Maybe we, we could start off by, uh, you know, you're telling me your story about how you just kind of like hustled your way to get into the industry and get work. Um, let, let's start there. Uh, tell me a little bit more about like how you got to where you are now like what, what's the background story on you man so for those that don't know my name is kevin kevin martinez um i'm pretty much based out of san diego electrician blue collar and yeah um i pretty much started i think it'll be back around like 2016 i believe um like any other kid right i went to high school you know after that college, I was like kind of like more like into the sports, um, trying to play soccer and all that. Um, and I had a few jobs I've like bounced like back and forth. What kind of jobs were you doing? I was doing like everything. <laughs> like when I tell you, like I pretty much worked high school for like let's say a party city. I worked at Baskin Robbins. Like after go. that, oh hell yeah! After, <laughs> after that, like um. I started going to college like I started doing coaching with one of my friends you know getting money from there I do like side jobs with my dad um I also worked uh at one point I was like at ballet fucking work at Ashley's furniture like everything like do anything and everything <laughs> yeah like I was just like bouncing around like everywhere was, was your dad an electrician or what what did he do no so my dad pretty much he's a glazer he's a window okay, installer well, yeah so he's a foreman and he does that so, um, but, so what, yeah, what got you what got you interested in electrical to begin with well it's like a long story but let's hear it man much, we got time for sure so like i said i was going to college and i was like bouncing around jobs right 2015 i had like pretty much life hit me right i was like in a car accident with my brother rest in peace oh um, shit i hear that and that pretty much like threw like my whole life around, right? Like pretty much woke up in the hospital. Like I was like bed rest for like a few months. After that, like I was just like not into school, you know, like like anybody that will go like through something like that, you know, it's just like not mm -hmm. interested. I try to go back to school, like finish my degree, but I was just like, you know, fuck this. Like, I'm just gonna like, you know, do something else. My friend was like, hey, like you should come work with me and work at this warehouse and that. I tried it. It was like a Bose warehouse near um, Tijuana, Mexico, like the crossing border. Um, so I was doing that straight off like better. So I was like, you know, fuck it. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just going to work. I started doing that. And after that, like the agency was like a, like a working agency. It was like a 90 days, right? Because after 90 days, they have to pay your insurance, I guess. 
so after that they're like hey you know like um sorry it's your last day like and i'll be like okay next thing you know i work at ashley's furniture after that same thing and then i was like you know screw these guys so i went to look for a job and i was like you know what i'm just gonna do ballet because i know those guys get tips right so like i started doing ballet for like a week or two and while i was like still coaching like i started coaching soccer again with my friend and then my cousin hits me up. He's like, hey, you know what? Like, you're doing a little better. Like, you know, you want to come with me? Like, I work for this company. You just have to drive, like, every other week. Probably go to, like, NorCal, you know? Like, drive back and forth. I was like, okay, like, drive what? He's like, oh, it's like a 16-footer truck. You know, you just take tools up there. They said that. I was like, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm down. <laughs> like, not even two weeks into the valet, I quit all those jobs from those agencies. And then I just, like, joined my, my cousin's company, which turns out it's, like, the company I work for right now. You know, so oh, so you've been like with him the, ever since. Yeah, so they're an electrical company, right, here in San Diego. And yeah, I just started driving for them for like a year, like a year and a half. I started like, you know, working with tools. I would like pretty much work at the shop, like a prefab shop, um, fix the tools, fix the game boxes, you know, like get part numbers, talk to the superintendents, talk to like all those guys. So like, I was like out there, like pretty much being the bosses, the leads, you know, like get with them to like bring them the tools. And it got to that point where I was like, one of the workers there, he was like an older guy, like a 30 something. And he was like making, I don't know, probably like maxed out around like 20 something, like 22. And he would always like, tell me like, dude, like, you know, you need to like start looking for your future. Like, are you always like gonna drive? Like, you know, are you always gonna do it? Like, you know, I made that mistake. So, you know, it's like, take the opportunity that you're here and become an apprentice. And I'm over here like, what's an apprentice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah like and he started like the more he started like talking to me about it like i'll, I'll like ask more questions like oh like how do you do it you know like how do, yeah, it's like yeah just talk pretty much we're in the office so all the main guys were the project managers hiring managers all the like hr everybody was there so i would see those guys every day so one of the days that guy tells me like yeah I just schedule my my exam for next week you should go talk to him and schedule one year like yours too so I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to go talk to him and literally walk to the like hiring manager's like desk. And I was like, hey, like, are you busy? You got a minute? He's like, a minute, go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, I want to like join the apprenticeship. Like, how do I do that? He's like, oh, so you're ready, huh? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, mm, okay, um, I got a exam next week. And I was just like, dude, like, chill oh, out. Like, next week, like, what are you talking about? You know, it's like, yeah, you want in, right? And I was like, well, at least tell me what I have to study, right? Like, is it like math or this and that? It's like, yeah, just like basic math. Um, you know, probably like some reading, blah, blah. It's like, so like, here's some questions that something like around like what we're gonna ask you, you know, and like, and he pretty much like prepared me. So I'm over here like freaking out. I'm like, I started studying like my calculus from my college, like thinking like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, like this like crazy exam, right? Like, and I'm just- Dusting like, everything like, off. Yeah, stressing about it. He gave me a month. So pretty much I went in with my coworker and yeah, it was like a pretty easy exam. I mean, it was, they started off with like, um, it's like a color exam to make sure, you know, you're not like um, color binder or whatever. Then you do like a reading, basic math, which was like adding and subtracting. It was like decimals and things like that. Then you do like a little measuring tape, you know, they put like a measuring tape and looking at So you were things. expecting a hell of a lot more and it was yeah, so fairly straightforward <laughs> to get your foot in the door. <laughs> Yeah, but turns out my coworker he did not pass. Like it was like his third time taking it. So he's oh. like walks walks out of the hallway. He's like fuck, and I was just like fuck. Like what's the last exam, right? And the last exam is pretty much like an aptitude 
exam and like focuses on like basic knowledge or like you know common sense like which is weird if you're like you're carrying a bear like where's where does the weight you know like well if you're going up you. like you know like things like that so so you, you basically you had this opportunity it was just a job in the beginning and then it kind of shifted your mindset turned into like hey this could be more of a career path yeah because he got me thinking like you know like maybe he's right you know like in 10 years like am I gonna still gonna be a driver I mean nothing wrong that like you know people out there obviously um work as a driver for a living but for me it was like you know like I, I just came from like college I'm like now I'm here and I have like this opportunity and I even remember going to my pops because my pops at that point he's like you know uh, kind of like a lead at his work um he's like a glazer right and like I pretty much talked to him and I asked him like I have like, this opportunity to go into like an, the electrical field like what should I do should I like should I try it out or should I like go back and start working with you now that I like feel healthier you know like that I feel like a little stronger and then he's just like you know what like if you're already there if you like have the opportunity like just try it out you know like try it out if you don't like it well you know you can always like get out and like you know you come back with me and like you know start doing this and I was like so looking sure, looking know? back now do you regret any of it or is this the path that you would have taken no looking back like I don't regret it I'm just like that's awesome it's it's, it's good that you like, tried a lot of those things yeah no, you, that, like you, you have a those a doors open for you full catalog of work history I do and like when I look back it's just like crazy like it's actually furniture's I, listening to this <laughs> they're all damn it we missed a good one <laughs> yeah. fuck it <laughs> just lay on the mattress every day test all of them <laughs> yeah that's not <laughs> <one's> good <laughs> yeah but yeah pretty much tried all the like the jobs possible dude like except fast foods i think is the only one i did not try i was like no wait was, which like, one did you say customer. like fast foods oh fat yeah, fa- yeah 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 fast foods and like retail i think dude, just, I, like, I just I walked into an in and out burger today and they're hiring starting at 17 an hour. And then once oh, you're there yeah. for a little bit, it says something along the lines of 2250. I'm thinking yeah, it's crazy. like now they're starting for them. Is, is it worth the hourly burgers? You think Matt? Well, I mean, hey, considering some. like no, no joke. I'm, I'm really glad they're upping pay like this, but that's pretty freaking crazy. Cause that's competing with what we pay as far as very entry level, no <laughs> knowledge whatsoever is like twenties, mid twenties. And you get free lunch exactly you don't get no freaking double double when you work for us a water break maybe yeah you're ash chewed you don't get no fucking double double yeah I don't yeah know. now the starting rate for them is pretty good when i started i think i started like a bass and rollins was like a 10 and then driving i think it was like around 14 i don't know it's super low i remember i had i had a job working as a laborer for one of my dad's buddies way back when and i remember he called me over and he's like, I need to talk to you. And I was making minimum wage at the time, very minimum wage. Breck, I think I've told you this before. And I, I go over there and he's all, I'm paying you too much. And I'm like, you're paying me minimum wage. You literally cannot pay me any lower. And he's all, I'm giving you a pay cut. I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? There's like, nothing to cut, man. <laughs> you legally cannot cut me anymore. But he did. I'm like, shit. Damn, paid under the table. Yeah. Started at the bottom and then went lower. I'm like, how does this work? <laughs> started from the bottom now we're here (laughs) that's right so you're uh you know you had the month to test in like keep going with the story so you so i pretty much had the exam and i passed it dude like first try and it's like i go back to the shop and it's like 
I'm like, I call out, right? I need to go back and do the interview, like the face-to-face interview. And my boss from the shop is like, it's fine. You know, you'll be back in like a week or two, like talking to me like that, you know, like I wasn't going to make it. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, and yeah, like pretty much I sat at the shop for like another like two weeks. And then the hiring manager was just like, you know, I want to send you to a job that you're going to be there for a while. And not just like a lot of jobs are ending right now. So, you know, like, I just want to send you so you'll be set. And yeah, um, pretty much like that weekend, I think I spent like my time like on Google looking at like electrician tools. <laughs> like I had like no clue like what I needed. Like, and I literally bought like the, I think it was like a the Ryobi. the single, just the single, the single pouch like Klein, oh, Klein there you go. pouch or whatever, like electrician's pouch I didn't sell. I bought that. And then like when he told me you're ready, I was still waiting for the order to come in and like, but yeah, I pretty much went to my first job site, like not knowing like shit or shit. Like, I was, what like, was that first? Like, what was that first day like? I remember being like super like lost. Like I was just, and then they just threw me like with a journeyman, and I remember like I was like so. He's like, okay, get up on the on the ladder, um, on top of that tier grid. Um, there's like a cable there. Make sure you tie it. So like I went up the ladder. There's like part like the mc or what we call it and i just remember like tying it like all stupid you know like i didn't know how to like tie it like it was like tower or anything like i just like tied it like you know do like a little mickey mouse and like, like your he shit looked at shit. It. yeah he's like what <laughs> the fuck is that double, yeah, it's knot. A double knot it's not gonna come undone <laughs> yeah i was like dude like it's not going anywhere <laughs> but yeah it's like i was like so like green like you don't even know and then as far as like electrician because obviously like i already had like some kind of like knowledge of like construction things so like my dad but like as far as like 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 being like an electrician like I didn't know like anything but yeah it was pretty much like that but little by little like I started like catching up like on little things how the guys were doing things like some of the other like apprentices would talk to me or like the journeyman or like you know like first thing like I started like understanding more and more like the guy would like try to like teach me how to bend wire like terminate wires like talk to me so I was just like catching up on all these things or like how to like pull wire, like, like very fast. Like it was like a small job. So like I got to do like a lot of like little things like mm-hmm. that, you know, like helped me like grow. The environment that you were in, the people that you were working with and the people that you were around, was that pretty key as far as like what you learned and how quick you learned it? Because I mean, I'm, obviously if you had some asshole that you were working with, they're probably not going to teach you much. It sounds like the people you were around were pretty helpful. Yeah, there's a few other, I mean, obviously every job has like the asshole, right? But yeah. like, there's a few other guys that are like, you know, were like teaching me things or like, like kind of like guiding me to like, oh, like do it like this or, you know, like also the superintendent was pretty cool with me. So, cause I kind of like knew him from like the shop. So he was just like, you know, like, oh, like um, this guy sucks. You want to work Saturday? And like the first week, you know, like, fuck it, you know, like I'll work Saturday. And yeah, I just started like going from there. Pretty much lasted like three months there, and I think they sent me to like another like big job site, like started from like ground up, just steel and all that. So then, but before this, you're saying how how far before you're journeyed out and you're you're done with schooling, you're real close, yeah. So at this point, right now, where I'm at, yeah, yeah. So at this point, um, I passed my journeyman's exam, and I'm just waiting for one more semester to like be done with school and like everything, which be like around like March. So it's been like five years since that. Oh wow. So you're, you're, you're nearly done though. And then after that, it's just, you're working and you're doing your thing. Yeah. Yeah. After that, just hustling, you know, looking at other options that I have. And that's awesome. We'll go from there. Keep opening those doors, man. 
yeah thankfully everything's been going like really smooth so thankful for that and now you're uh out in virginia working that's far yeah. from san diego man crazy first time first time um traveling for my company work at all so yeah what, what what's that been like what what's the biggest difference that you've seen and did you imagine uh you know not working in san diego and going to the east coast i never imagined it at all <laughs> <laughs> you would have told me i was going to travel like you know like two months ago i would have been like nah you're lying but, now here yeah. you are on the other side no, of here country. i am freezing my ass off on the east coast i'm over here like damn our boy left us <laughs> it's like born and raised like in san diego west coast so it's like it's kind of like a change for me you know but i'm kind of like adapting to it now like you get used to it and then you're just like a little popsicle the whole time yeah now i'm that gonna go back to san diego and like analogy. 40s are gonna be like hot <laughs> yep you're like a little popsicle that should be like our intro <laughs> for when we make the micro clip mat like yeah, a little sure, popsicle dude i did that shit I know I've talked about it, but freaking Idaho, I'll never go back to that shithole again. I froze my ass off. It was snowing. Who the hell does this? Then these people are out there working in the snow. I'm like, you guys can have that. I know you, you're all stoked. Like, you got it good. Yeah, no, I'll stay in the sunshine. Like, there ain't no need for that. But I got to give yeah. them props because there's no way I could keep up. Yeah, me too. I'm like, dude, they're, they're beasts for like working on this condition. This is doesn't compare. Kevin, I want to talk about, you know, like how you've been documenting your journey so far and kind of like sharing what you're learning from not only like your, your job site photos, but just like everything with the journey. Um, you know, you've taken some awesome photos, whether it's like your, your tool addiction or just like job sites, you know, I've been following the, the, uh, the little Italy project that you were on in San Diego, which was pretty fucking cool. You know, but, but the question that I had was like, what has been kind of like the primary reason or motivator that you started sharing your journey uh, online in the first place? Well, it kind of like all started like in 2018. That's what I have like in my logo, like 2018. Um, That's kind of like when Which, I started. By the like, way, is sick. Love it. Yeah. Thank you. Could be orange, but well, okay. Well, let's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that green? I like that neon. No, it is good. It is good. Yeah. So. It was like back then, I kind of like, I remember going through like my Instagram and just like start finding like people in the trades little by little. And it was like from one person, I would click the other person. And it's like, like, wow, it's like a whole different world, you know, like, it's like, I didn't even know it existed. And like, it got me thinking, like, if they're doing it, it's something that I do every day, you know, like day to day, like, you know, like, why not also document it? So next thing you know, it's like, I created like, my Instagram, which is like now the case Sparky. And yeah, I just started sharing like my journey, you know, like from all the way like at a brand to like now. But I think just like blew up and now it's like to the point where I was more to like share the awareness of the traits because obviously I did not have that either. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't. And in all the podcasts that I'll also, yeah, you guys have done, um, you guys talk a lot about it too where it's like a lot of people were like misguided or did not have that option, you know, for to sure. like look into the trades or like somebody that will talk to them about it. So at this point, it's kind of like, you know, I have the opportunity to like talk to like younger people or not even younger people, just people looking to for a better, different job, you know? So kind we of get shining, like, shining light on your industry for people that were like yourself before you found it. You know what I mean? Like when yeah, you totally. were hopping job to job, that makes sense. 
because like now it's like I can relate to them you know it's like I was that person like you know bouncing job to job on the you yeah. know like on that on different companies or like 90 days whatever but it's like also went to school so it's like I know that it's like when I went to school I only I thought I only had that path you know so now it's to a point where the social media helps a lot with that for like getting getting jobs or just like document what do you mean so pretty much um sharing the the to people that they have like different opportunities like in the trades as well okay and like sharing also like when I'm sharing my journey it's like the they're not misguided where it's like they're thinking that oh my god like construction or being an electrician is hard you only pull wire you only do this you know like you only do like like slab on gravy like no there's like different things that you do and it's like it's what makes you like fall in love with your trade right like mm-hmm. Christian carpenters iron workers whatever you're doing you know it's like different things that people have the misconception of it of what it really is yeah i think that's really important to kind of document and share the narrative from like the narrative like of people actually in the field because there's only so much that like an organization can kind of like showcase for like a workforce in their point of view so that's why I really like, well, what actually both of you are doing is like sharing and documenting the journey of like what it's actually like to be in the industry. Because I find that to be absolutely true um, is like people are just misguided or don't have the awareness around the trades. Um, and we've talked a lot about this on like previous episodes, but I just yeah. like how you guys are taking an initiative. It probably started off by first just like pride of showing your work and then kind of like showing off the tools and everything, but then turned into like, okay, I kind of have now of a platform to actually talk about the trades and like the benefits of actually getting into this industry because I didn't have this resource when I started. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of people out there that think that they have no, no shot. We, we've talked about that a million times. So being a voice and being able to put it out there as a positive message is kind of rad. What, what do you mean by no shot? I don't know. You know, you're like, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I didn't think I was going to amount to much leaving high school without a diploma. And like, still, I think about it. And like, if I didn't have the trades, I don't know many places I could get in without a diploma. So that's like, I'm big on pushing high school and graduating and stuff, but the college is obviously an option. But like, think about it for a sec. Without a high school diploma, what do you really have the opportunity to do? There's not much. So like me coming into it, that was, that was what I thought. Like, shit, if this doesn't work out, I am screwed. So obviously I want kids to graduate, but knowing that they have multiple different paths within the industry is kind of rad. But like, you get what I mean? Like you don't have, yeah. Yeah. If, if you get a diploma, you can work your way up in any position, but like me personally, not having that, I don't have that safety net of like, all right, well, if I can't make it framing, I can go start an office position. Cause they're going to look at me and say, okay, well you failed ninth grade math. How the hell are you going to work here? Yeah, but then yeah. it's like you're a hell of a worker. And like you say, you share that other side of the industry of like we're the engineers, but then it's like you're sharing like what actually goes down in the job site, you know? Like Yeah, for sure. Not, not all of it's going to be classroom taught. A lot of it is on site and stuff. But I think being able to, to share that it's a positive message and that the career path is rewarding is probably the, the biggest thing for me. I think the, the one thing that we've talked about too, Matt, on, on the podcast is you know, Kevin, the, the one thing that I do like about your journey is like you, sure you were dabbling, but you were testing a lot of different jobs to kind of like figure out which door was the right one for you. Yep. And I feel like so many more people can probably resonate with this in the trades or, you know, should t- 
take this as a point of advice too, especially if you're like young in the industry, but like, you know, we've recently said on the podcast, like if you're trying a trade like carpentry and it just isn't for you, don't give up on the trades. Like yeah. there's so many other different trades no, out find, there. Find something else. And so I, I think that's the yeah. one cool thing about like Kevin's story that he started sharing at the beginning of the episode. Like, even if you are dabbling with uh, certain trades, if you want to go test like iron working or like whatever the hell it is, don't just say like, Hey, carpentry doesn't work for me. Like construction's not it. Yeah. Houses um, suck. I'm not going to build them. Yeah. No, there's, <laughs> there's many different yeah. paths. That's what's rad about it. And I, that, that's what I like about like what you guys are sharing too, is like, you know, if, if, if people are sharing that narrative and that story from like Matt, your carpentry point of view of framing rough carpentry, whatever you, Kevin, from the electrician standpoint and so on and so forth, people are getting so many different perspectives of like what to expect on maybe their first day or just like what it's like to be on site, uh, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah. I think like most of like setting goals for yourself, you know, like if people don't like it right away, it's like, you don't have to like, just go there for a paycheck you know there's like a million things that you say that you can do instead of like just showing there like now even with the attitude you know it's like you say you don't even want to build a house it's like why are you there it's like there's different things that you can do not just focus on one thing another big thing you kind of said it earlier kevin was like that that guidance you said whoever it was that was above you kind of paved the way in a sense and talk to you like there there is more than just what you're doing right now and i think that's a big thing is being able to put people on a path where they know like there is no ceiling. You can continue yeah. growing and then eventually do your own thing, whatever it may be. But showing people, because you don't know what you don't know, being able to say, all right, here's where you'll be at in four years, here's where you'll be at in six, kind of give you that guidance to where you have something to look back on and or something to look forward to and grow on. Yeah, and all, it all takes like a little, like, you know, like a little message that you can tell them, you know, and guide them to the, like the right direction. Yeah. Well, that, that's just like this. I didn't know that you had to go through five years of schooling. So after this, that's something <laughs> I could push as well. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Well, one thing that I think you were going to talk about is like attitude is everything. And it seems like that's obviously helped you, Kevin, throughout your journey. Yeah, it's just the attitude to like keep pushing, you know, it's like no matter what. It's like, I feel that like my life has put me through like so much and it's like to be able to like, make excuses like that's just not it like and when I see people you know also making excuses it's just like for me it's what do you have to make excuses about you know like just if you're there like push give it all your all you know and people notice like everywhere you go like they see that hard worker it's like like everybody notices attitude and work ethic for sure two things that can't be taught I want to jump into something that you're pretty passionate about Kevin and it's uh working out um, it, it seems oh, like yeah. you, you're like, these guys working. are both smiling ear to fucking ear right now. <laughs> hey man, you got to take care of your body. I'm over here eating a Twinkie and drinking a soda. <laughs> Go on. You know, obviously working, uh, all day on site is its own workout sometimes, but talk to us about kind of the, uh, the port, the importance of health and construction and kind of like why you choose to work out every day before or after work. Well, there's like. I know people don't like to work out, but I think in my perspective, like I said, what I've been through, it's like at one point I was like in bed rest, you know, and like people, that feeling of like, people for like felt like sorry for me or things like that. Like, I didn't want to feel like that or that I needed to like somebody's help for me to like move, uh, you know, like, so 
I think it all comes down to like perspective, the way like people view things, because it's like I got to like live that in my life, which it's like not for somebody that it's like an inconvenience to work out. It's like for me, it's like a privilege, you know, it's like I started thinking of like, OK, there's like other people that didn't make it like another day. It's like other people that wish that what like all your problems that you say like during the day, like people that wish that they walk in your shoes, you know. So it's like the fact that it's like I get to like go to work and then it's like work out, it's like be healthy. It's like because at one point it's like right now I weigh 180, like around 180. But like back then, after that, I was weighing like around 130. Like I was just like skinny. Like, oh man. And I have like obviously like broken finger. I dislocated my hip, like you name it, you know, like I was like in the bottom. When I say like I pushed through like everything, it's like I have. So I think it's like once people start change like the point of view or like their um obviously perspective on it it's like then it's like if they tell you that you're not going to make it tomorrow that you need to get healthier it's like you will jump on it like you know like 10 seconds like start working out or like you know just staying healthy for you like not doing it for anybody else and I guess so like I don't even do it to like mm, it's like something that keeps me like my mind healthy, you know, it's not like I do it to like obsess about it and like I'm trying to be like a bodybuilder or whatever. Like, no, it's like for me, it's just a privilege to like kind of like do it, you know, and it's like I also builds like the discipline like when people it's like not because it's hard, you're not going to do it or it takes so much time. Two things that you kind of bring up, Kevin, first and foremost, instantly kind of like a light went off when you were you started saying, um, I get to work out. I get to like move my body. I get to go to work. Like that is such a different mindset than I have to go to work. And it's such the, it's such a subtle difference between the, I get to, and I have to, like, it changes everything. You know, one, one thing that I, that I want to ask, and maybe we can dive into this if, if you're comfortable, but it seems like kind of like your major life event really kind of changed your perception of time like your whole mentality around like, I get to show up and go to work or I get uh, to take care of my body and exercise to kind of fuel my mental health. It seems like it's really like crunched your perception of time down to say like, I'm doing these things today because tomorrow's not a given. And I, and I, that just like resonates like very heavily with me. And it seems like that that kind of, you know, has brought you to a place where, um, you know, has done a lot of great things for you so far. Yeah, it totally has. I think for sure um, that point in my life pretty much changed everything for me. And that's mostly like the way I view things, you know, like you said, now it's, I'm like grateful for everything, you know, everything I do. I'm not looking for like to become famous or anything like that either. If it's like social media or whatever, you know, like I just show up and like put in work and let that seek for myself. Even social media, it's like not something that like I come up and say, like, hey, I'm K-Sparky, you know, like it's like, I don't really care about that. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. even like you say, sometimes like at night I'm just like posting things because that's like the only time I have, like I kind of crunch in like, you know, the work, gym, whatever. Like I'm just like always running around, but it's like, I'm just, feel like privileged and like you said like tomorrow's not promised so it's like there's I was like that person in a wheelchair saying like like oh like I wish I could like you know like go on a run right now like this like sucks Mm -hmm. like you know like I was that person like so it started like getting me thinking like it's like people just go on about their life you know it's like it's like pretty much on you to like push yourself like and it doesn't have to be gym like I said it's just like like pretty much in life and build that discipline where it's like it it's up to you to make the difference because if you don't go out and look for a new job, if you don't go out, like work out, it's like, you know, it's, you're just always going to be stuck in there. 
And I feel like that could have happened to me. Like, you know, if I wouldn't have like made that decision of like, okay, I just got off Ferris, I'm gonna go look for a job. It's like, I could have like feel like being unhealthy, like, you know, like in a wheelchair or whatever. But, you know, I made that decision in my life, like to like, no, like I'm gonna make a difference, change and, you know, look at the positive things and things. Fucking love that. <laughs> There's nothing yeah. else I could say. And it seems yeah, like you were, you were faced with a, with a big decision. A lot of people suffer from an accident and that kind of sets the tone for where they're going to head from there you have a lot of people that milk the system and don't ever recover and they, they kind of just use that as an excuse similar to people that like blame childhood for the reasons that they are the way they are and then you have people that use it as fuel and absolutely catapult themselves into like a position where you're at now uh, that speaks volume about who you are yeah and as far as I always say it's just People should use it as fuel and like not as an excuse, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to like make people feel sorry for me. Like, you know, if I'm healthy and like I get to wake up every morning, like I'm just going to keep pushing. It's kind of ironic. I was listening to a podcast this morning and part of the episode, it said, uh, you reference victories are made in the dark. And like, I think that's just like the moral of the story around your story, Kevin. Like there's, there's a no brainer that you're probably going to do like amazing things just because like you have this sense of gratitude and like purpose that not every day is uh, just going to be gifted to everybody. And so like make the best of now. And so that, that's just one thing that I wanted to share from like the podcast that I was listening to this morning and just something that kind of like triggered of like, you know, what your story reminds me of. I think that's pretty damn cool. We got a couple of last questions before we run into our fast five, Kevin, but I kind of want to go into maybe uh, what's the biggest and most positive impact the uh, the trades have had on you so far? I think it will be like the biggest impact of like the like discipline, you know, like pretty much that work ethic, just like keeping pushing, like at work, become like a perfectionist, like at everything like you do, right? You always want to learn more. It's just something that brings up from the trades. That's solid, man. I think we're going to wrap up and go into our fast five. These are pretty entertaining questions. Um, so Kevin, these are five questions to be answered in oh, a Brad, sentence you, or you less. These. <laughs> these are great. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'll just give everybody uh, an insight. I went on to like random question generator. And so I was just kind of like filtering th through of like what would resonate uh, with Kevin. So I'm going to start off up with these, Matt. <laughs> No, it was actually surprisingly me. I just thought it'd be kind of funny that I pulled it from like a random question generator. I remember um, going to a job interview when I was 15 and I swear to you, the fucking questions were like this. <laughs> what were you interviewing for? Dude, I tried to get a job at a fucking ice cream shop and they denied me. Uh, Kevin Didn't has even accept it. Yeah. Scooping ice cream, bro. Baskin Robbins. Dude. Yeah, he, learning curve. Yeah. Kevin, if you still know them, could you get Matt a job? Could you get him in? Yeah, help me out. Dude, I, I rambled about the most random shit. I was winging it. Didn't get the I job. Know. I got <laughs> fired, so I don't know if I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, five questions to be answered in a sentence or less. Uh, also, side note, this seems to be everybody's favorite part, and I'm glad that you've made it this far. So number one, if you could work out with one bodybuilder, who would it be and what would you work out? Kevin's over here flexing for those of you uh, not watching the video. Damn, I think I'll go with um, Chris Bumstead, the Mr. Olympia. That guy's a beast. 
I have seen that guy. That guy is an animal. Uh, what yeah. what workout would you do? I think I'll go with back and biceps. If I did like legs, I wouldn't walk for. Like... Dude is huge. <laughs> That's what we're here doing. Yeah, he's an absolute animal. All right, number two. If you were transported four hundred years into the past with no clothes or anything else, how would you prove that you were from the future? <laughs> um, show them my tattoos. <laughs> Man, there you I go. Hope. He'd be the only one there without a big old bush. <laughs> do you do you have two sleeves, Kevin? Both arms. Yeah, two right? sleeves. Two sleeves and working on the right leg right now. Right, like right leg sleeve. Yeah. That's killer, man. I, I think Matt catch up. See it. I know Matt, I'm trying. I say it hurt it, but. <laughs> um, number three. If you can share, what's the funniest thing that you've seen on the job site? I think seeing guys on the early morning trying to walk through the mud and eat shit <laughs> with all their tools and just fucking drop. And a brand new like, bag. Smack. Yeah, it's just so funny to watch. All right, two last questions. Uh, for your one message to the next generation would be? Uh, things like don't give up, you know? Um, Obviously, like nothing's easy, but if you guys like want it bad enough, um, just like put in work and everything will like fall in place. Love it, man. Number five, we always ask this. What does bread to build mean to you? Being, probably like being the like the hardest worker in the room, just like having that mentality of like, you know, like a go-getter, just getting shit done. Mindset. Love it, man badass kevin thanks so much for uh joining us on the bread to build podcast before we let you off the hook uh where can people find and connect with you well you guys already know you guys can find me in the hammer app at k sparky also Let's go. i would say and the instagram it's like underscore k sparky as well um you guys can find me there hell yeah brother all right, should we wrap up and do the little quick intro or intro? Yeah, let's do another intro. <laughs> Start it again. We'll do the outro for everybody. Redo, yeah. redo. Guys, thanks for I listening to the uh, Matt always interrupts me on this. I think let's just keep it. Let's keep it raw. Let, let's roll it. Raw dog it. Go for it. Guys, thanks for listening to the 17th or 18th. I don't know which episode this is of the Bread to Build podcast project dedicated to sharing the stories of the people who build and those who help move construction forward. If you like this episode, you like what we're doing, drop an awesome review. If you didn't like this episode and you don't like the podcast, don't listen to it. Anyways, you can find me on all platforms at Breck going or on hammer or builders events though. Over to you. I was Matt. just thinking, I was just thinking about like a, a little loaf of bread next to a house that's under construction. You, you get what I mean? Like the whole bread to build. <laughs> I, I like pictured a like a ginger, baguette with gingerbread bags on. You know I was what I mean? Like a gingerbread man. Oh, like enough. a gingerbread house. All right, guys. Thank yes. you for listening to another episode. Obviously, you can tell we have quite a bit of fun here. If you enjoyed it, as you heard, drop a review. You can find me on all social platforms at Matt Bangswood. Follow me on Hammer at Matt. We'll see you guys next time on the Bread to Build podcast. <laughs> <laughs>